I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, it's Cunt here, and this episode of Acceptable in the 80s is brought to you in conjunction with the Cunt's new single, Bum the Runner. He jumped the queue to see the dead queen That's not the worst thing he's done If you see what I mean He bummed the runner He bum bummed the runner Out now Do you remember when we were friends in the 80s? In the 80s Do you remember when we was friends back then? It was acceptable then Those 40 years have gone You alright? Yeah, I'm alright, you alright? Yeah, I'm alright. June 2023. No. It is now. It is now. But, but going... 40 years ago, yeah. what was it? June 1983. We've had a few beers, haven't we? Yeah. So uh, we're a bit loose. I mean, just before I press record, you was sand checking your mic by saying cram, cram flange, cram fingers in a flange. Don't remember that. Yeah, you did. You did. I have to get all my filth in, in the sound check now, <laughs> don't I? Since Urban Inc. stopped sponsoring us. Oh, we've got a new sponsor. Have we? Yeah. We've got um, the... Uh, I don't know how I should even announce this sponsorship. Um, it, well, it's the MSC, which is the Murder Sex Cult. And uh, and it's it's the Hardcore Listing Podcast, my other podcast. It's... Their, uh, What's the other podcast called? It's called Hardcore Listing. But yeah. it's not that podcast isn't sponsoring it, is it? It's not, no. no so why do you keep fucking mentioning it? <laughs> Just thumbing that in before we even get going. Uh, that's Hardcore, H-A-R-D. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, this, this lot know how to spell Hardcore. They do, they do. Uh, and I don't mean in a rave way. No, if they put H-A in there, uh, <laughs> in the internet browser, <laughs> bang, it's up there. But... um. But yeah, so um, we've got a little Patreon group of, of lovely people that that support us, and I had a message from... Uh, you said they were all dangerous loners, and you didn't want them to know where you lived. No, they, they know that. Yeah. Um, and uh, Cole, um, who's, uh, I, I guess, one of the older members of the... Uh, and probably, like, if it was going to sort of become a proper sex cult, he would definitely be at the forefront of it, I think, with I would, uh, eh? a few of the others, yeah. But... So I want to before we do anything, I want to say a huge thank you. Uh, Cole, the one who's not been caught yet. He's no one's had a look at his hard drive. I know that, but um, he's got that. 
No, when you sort of look at someone, I think, yeah, they've got something about them. Where, He's like... probably a nonce. <laughs> <laughs> There's your T-shirt, Cole. Go get yeah. that printed. He's sponsoring me podcast, so I won't sniff his fingers. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Um, but, yeah, they're a lovely bunch. And uh, not East Fingers. Um, but, <laughs> no, not uh, for the kids, then. No, no. But um, but the rest of the uh, the, the, the MSC, um, thanks ever so much. for. They all literally got together off their own backs and messaged me saying, look, we'd all like to uh, chip in to cover the, the 100 quid it costs to sponsor an episode. Thanks, guys. Yeah, lovely. Um, what we'll do at the next episode... Because we are aware that it's the 25th of the month today, and this is meant to be out by now. But we'll get into what we've been up to. Um, next time, we'll, we'll list everybody that's part of that and slag you all. Well, no, we'll probably break it down and sort of slag you off month to month, one at a time. Yeah, drag drag it out. Yeah, exactly. We get more money that way, and it's more, more kind of... It's better for them. It's more unique. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I did, I think I, I, think I said... Uh, uh, on one of the adverts on the last podcast for the song Scrap the Monarchy that ended up at number nine in the charts. Yes. It feels like months ago now. Are you just saying this because I just thumbed in the name of my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to thumb it in, I'm going to thumb one in the other hole. Um, now, I, I, I did say I'd, I'd thank some, um, uh, thank anyone that uh, bought all 32 copies. Oh, fuck me. How long is this podcast going to go on for? I've only got 178 names. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do them all at the end, all right? So we ain't all got to sit through them. I'll, I'll, I'll tag it on tomorrow. All right. All right. Okay. Well, um, what's been happening there? So since we last recorded, we'll scrap the monarchy. I mean, it, like I say, we recorded very early last month. We went we, early, May, didn't we? And, and it's late really now. we've late. So it's been like nearly two months. Nearly two months. So scrap the monarchy come out in between that? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. It feels like a long while ago now. Yeah. Done yeah. all right, didn't it? It done all right, considering the charts, fuck, the official charts robbed us. What they said was 5,600 sales, but it was more like ten or 15,000. Cunts. We would have got to number two, but instead we got a number nine. That's all right, though, isn't it? Top ten, mate, top ten. Yeah. I've also seen you got another single out. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a sort of, it's a, it's a, sort, it's a sort of single, like, you know, a, a sort of little stopgap one, because obviously with the whole... Philip Schofield hullabaloo. A lot of people didn't feel like with his, you know, with his interviews that they'd properly got closure on it, and so we've done. Is s- that the reason, or is it the fact that you just started singing "Bum the Runner" and thought it was really funny, so <laughs> you just wanted to just say that and throw it out there to the public? That one. There we go. He bummed the runner. He, <laughs> he bum bum the runner. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Have you had much support from the Kasabian camp? Not heard from them as yet, or their lawyers. <laughs> He's probably too busy smacking his missus around, isn't he? <laughs> Films? <laughs> yeah. Um, what have you got? Um, it's a good month for films. It's a really good month for films. Uh, there was three on MovieWeb. I'd heard of them all. Uh, and then I went. I did have just a quick look on movies. I, I love the fact that you're fucking sniffing around movie phone no, every month now. It's because there was one I thought would come out this month, and it turned out it had. And don't know why movie Weber missed it. Right, okay. they're just a bit too conservative sometimes, aren't they? With their with their admissions. Okay, your chair is so squeaky. Mm. 
Stop trying to avert the fact from the fact that you've given in and you fucking followed I'm... me down the fucking movie phone path. Oh, that feels so dirty. <laughs> I feel so factually inaccurate. Yep. Yes, what what you got then, or do you want me to say? You start. Well, the first one I had was Superman 3. Yeah, Richard Pryor. Yeah, Richard Pryor. Yeah, we love a bit of Pryor, don't we? Do love a bit of Pryor. Apparently, he, he got, a bit, uh, got a bit panned for his performance in Superman 3. Was that... When did he die prior? Just before filming. So they, they basically, like, stuffed, <laughs> stuffed a corpse and just, yeah. Wow. I never knew that. Like, sort of reanimated it a little bit, like, using uh, Disney and Star Wars techniques. I never so knew that. he wasn't actually alive yeah. for that performance. Rest in peace, Richard Pryor. Yeah. Um, well, it's really weird. I've got a little little um, note. I've undone my shirt, but not in a sexy way, just because like it's, it's really hot in here. Fucking isn't it? hot in here, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, um, I'll update you if I take it off. No need. Um, I'll just open the door. Uh, Superman three. I've got a little note here about special effects. Yeah. Right. And because we're of an age where, so what? We're ten now. Yeah. I love Superman films, and I thought they were so cool. And when you look at them now, the special effects are really shit. Yeah. Did you realise they were shit at the time? No. 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 I remember thinking of Superman 2, that fucking cunt with a beard. Yeah. It's like, well that scary. That scary cunt with a beard. Yeah. Well, there was a couple, weren't there? But like, the little yeah, one, the big one who was in charge, he was really scary. But the big one was a bit of a lunkhead, wasn't he? But he, he the was, Bernard Breslau, wasn't he? Of baddies. <laughs> To, to, the, to Terrence, Terrence Stamp, Sid Jones. It was Terrence Stamp, wasn't it? Yeah. Of course it was, yeah. And she was a cunt as well. Yeah. Like... She was. She was. <laughs> yeah, don't forget her. She was a cunt. Yeah. Yeah. What were they called, them three? Bunch of cunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Superman 2, bunch of cunts. Yeah, more, more than two cunts. It's a bunch of cunts, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, what a firm. Uh, Superman 3... Is that the one with Sandra Dickinson in as well? It's the one with Richard Pryor. I know, but we're not. We have a deceased Richard Pryor, if you yeah. understand that. Yeah. Um, not to be confused with Richard Pryor's. No, no, that would have been a very different one. Yeah, altogether more civilised. Any more Richards? Richard the Third. Yep. Rhyming slang for turd. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, was Superman that super? Yeah. What was super about him? His special powers. Which were? Like being able to lift loads of stuff, fly. Apart from flying, and, and, what was he that Jeff Capes weren't? Jeff Capes couldn't throw a bus. <laughs> <laughs> you reckon? No. He could pull a he, he could, could pull, pull one. He could pull a bus. Yeah. Well, uh, Mind you, right. Superman couldn't pull a bird. Good point. Capes. He could throw one. <laughs> <laughs> if <laughs> If you was at a school fight, right, or, or school sports day, right, yeah, and uh, and 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 it was like right tug of war, right, and you, you you're one of the team captains, you got to pick, right, and you got Jeff Capes or you got Christopher Reeve, who are you picking? What Superman or the actor Christopher Reeves? Is it, it mm. is it Reeve? Reeve or Reeves? Christopher Reeve. I think it was Reeve. Yeah, Reeve. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Superman. Superman. Yeah, I'm picking Superman over capes. I'm going Superman over capes. Ironically, I mean, I... capes never had a cape. 
He should have, shouldn't he? Oh, no. Perhaps he'd have got the roll. Yeah. I don't mean he'd have flew too well. He was a unit, wasn't he? Yeah. Do you know Jeff He'd Cates? have flown low, wouldn't he? Not that there was anything wrong with the casting, but I reckon if he would have fucking uh, had the, the role of um, in Flash Gordon, the... Uh, well, the blessed role. Blessed role, yeah. Why didn't Capes get a bit more film? Like, he could have played the Pat Bomber Roach roles in all Raiders those films. And, yeah, I know. And in Alfie the same. Why didn't Capes get a bit more film work? I reckon pubes, like, I reckon... We had too many pubes. No, no, no. <laughs> I reckon... They kept picking up on the microphone. Woo! No. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> Roach had more pubes. And I think, like, if, if, if you want him for a role like that, it's a pube-based role. And I yeah. think Roach fucking left him fucking in the shadows, mate. Yeah. Ooh, who'd win in a fight? Capes or Roach? Capes or Roach. Oh, I can imagine they've both got an hand round each round the back of each other's yeah. neck, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, and they're going round and round. Capes ain't saying nothing. No. But I reckon Roach is going, you fucking cunt. Yeah, like, he, he is, and he's... Letting him have it, you bastard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, but I, I guarantee that like Roach has probably got fucking his little mate Stan in his back pocket or something like that. He's tooled up. Do you reckon? Definitely. He don't need it. Nah. But like, he wouldn't resort to that. No, but he's took a chance before, and someone's come fucking. If he had to, yeah. If he's got to bring out the toys, he will. Yeah. All right. I'm staying on the fence with that. I can't. I... Mm. Mm. You got any faults? I think I'll go with Roach. He's more streetwise, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. Like I don't. I couldn't ever see Jeff Capes like running a scrapyard. No chance. No. No chance. Although he has got a load of iron bars. Yeah, I know. But he's that. just left them out the front of his house for the gypsies to say, can he? <laughs> Roach would be weighing them in, wouldn't he? Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Oh, if you if you could be a superhero, yeah, I'll give you two powers. What are you going for? Fly, obviously. Right. I mean, what do you need apart from flight and strength? Invisibility. Yeah, but it's just it, no good comes of being invisible. Bollocks. Well, I suppose you could be invisible when they try and come and catch you for what you've done when you're invisible. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I couldn't have that temptation. What? What temptation? Being invisible. Why? What's wrong with that? You just walk the streets, no one to fucking recognise you, no one to be asking you for pictures. be lovely. Yeah. But then you see some tits. Where? No one's on ladies. The... Yeah, I know. But, yeah. like, but they're just walking down the street. You ain't going to see them. You haven't got X-ray vision. I mean, you can have that if you want that. I'm talking about invisibility. Yeah, but you just go around fondling people's tits, and it's just not all right nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> You're better off just having strength and flight. You can't go wrong, can you? Right. Okay. And I'm not going to use it to overpower anyone, apart from baddies. Right. Okay. Well, look. The thing is, right. You've, you've walked into you've walked into the swimming pool, right? Yep. And uh, and then someone says, "Right, big cock is not a superpower." And it's like you got you got, you got two two superpowers here, like, and you're going to go straight away. You go strength. I want to be able to be the best swimmer here. Do you want to fly when you're in a swimming pool? No, but I'm going to fly when I'm oh, in the swimming pool. What do you want pool? invisibility then? What do you want invisibility for in a swimming pool? Why do you want to be invisible in a swimming pool? I don't want to be invisible in the changing rooms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little boys with their peanut bollocks and you you just fucking <laughs> peering around a cubicle rubbing your invisible legs 
<laughs> when did you say peanut bollocks for them kids? No, it was that little kid when he was giving us grief in the changing rooms. We were, we weren't we weren't like forty, were we? No. <laughs> <laughs> was that when for some reason we decided we was going to go swimming? We went. And we had swim- been for years, and bollocks went, didn't they? Dennis went. Yeah, and, and pissed he, he had cut off tracksuit bulbs, didn't he? And he just stood there by the side of the pool and just pissed himself. And just this pool of piss just emerged down his leg. But yeah, so what happened? Was there some lippy little fucking kid in the changing room? When we were getting changed afterwards, there was like a little lippy kid in the changing room just giving us grief about something. (laughs) (laughs) You say shut Shut up. (laughs) Shut up, peanut bollocks. Pussy. Yeah. Don't know anything about what one's octopussy. Roger Moore. Yep. I mean Octopussy Roger Moore. Yeah. There was a lot of films in the eighties where that could it? have been a very sexy film. Yeah, with Robin Asquith in it, it'd yeah. be a different film, wouldn't a- it? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, what would Octopussy have been with Robert Asquith uh, Robin Burb- Asquith in? Bird with eight fannies. He's got to bang each one as a different profession. He's got to climb out of eight different windows. <laughs> just a towel wrapped round his waist because the old man's come home early. <laughs> oh, do you reckon Robin Asquith made money? Do you reckon he's like, he's all right? I thought right. you were going to say Robin Asquith made love. <laughs> no. no. his little white arse going up and down quickly before the old man got home. <laughs> do you reckon he's done all right? I have no fucking idea. Because, Robin, if you're listening. Uh, tweet him. Can you make a living out of it? Well, he, was, he must have done all right for a while, mustn't he? Because they were big films, the Confessions films, weren't they? Yeah. But you just wonder, like, you hear all the stories about the Carry On lot and that. They never made a fucking sausage, really, did they? Nah. And they like, don't get shown a lot nowadays, do they, Confession films? I don't imagine they're, they're, they're particularly uh, uh, on point with what's acceptable anymore. I think that was the whole hashtag Me Too hullabaloo put paid to the Confessions I, films. I would have thought so. And... Uh, but yeah, I, I I owned Confessions of a Pop Performer on VHS. Oh really? I, think I got it a boot sale. Yeah. It had Jill. Remember Jill Gascoigne? Was that yeah her name? from the Gentle Touch? From the Gentle Touch. Yeah, she got maybe a slightly more aggressive touch in that. Oh really? But, uh, but she had a tits out. Whoa! Exactly, mate. Exactly. Um, I digress. Um, <laughs> James Bond's boring, isn't it? I'm not a big Bond fan. I have to no. say. Uh, have we spoke about our boring bondies? I'm sure you've fucking gone off on one. Well, no, it wouldn't have been on like BBC Two during the day. I've not had a rant about it on the TV listings, but yeah, yeah, oh, it would have been on the TV listings at Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, uh, that, that was the only time I ever watched Bond was at Christmas. Yeah. Like if, if my granddad had it on or whatever. But I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't know if I'm a big fan of spies. Like, just stop looking at people without them knowing. Your big cock is less effective nowadays. It's not, it's not catching properly. Because I've just turned 50. <laughs> Daniel from there. He's talking about the bottle opener. It's one of them comedy ones you get abroad. Um, what, what what's, your, like, what's your problem with Bond? It, it's just boring. There's not enough action. 
Like, and I mean, like, good action. There's no lasers. Like, it's not Star Wars. That's what I'm saying. Is it too real life? Well, no. No, because you're not going to get, like, a fucking bloke who's 60, like, running around doing all the stuff he does, like Roger Moore, and then, like, fucking pulling lovely fucking, like, 25-year-old birds. It ain't yeah. happening, is it? It's a bit yeah. creepy, isn't it? Yeah. What's your problem with spies? They're just because uh, just they, they look at people without them knowing. <laughs> Just like, yeah, it's just I just don't find it. I just don't find spies that interesting, really. I suppose it probably is if you are one. Do you think you'd be all right as a spy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pr- pretty good. Yeah, I'm quite discreet. I don't have to tell everyone everything. No, nah. but not in a nonce way. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I can keep a secret when I have to, but I'm not hiding anything. Yeah, subtle when I look at. You, your fucking barnet in your fucking gold tooth in a boiler suit. I don't really think you're just going to fucking blend in. Like, you know, if you're, you're just fucking following someone in a marketplace in the East End. Well, maybe like no if good. I was in an Amazon warehouse, because I'm in Hive's. There's a lot of people in Hive's. It's a specific just job in. role. So, you know, if you've got to infiltrate Amazon. Right man, for the right, right man for the right job. True. True. What other films you got? Um, Trading Places. Oh, I've got a new game, haven't I? Oh, have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it called Trading Place? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to talk about Trading Places first? No, nah, let's get on with the go. Yeah, I do, actually. Good. It's good Trading Place, isn't it? Eddie Murphy. Fucking funniest geezer on the planet at that point, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was on fire then, wasn't he? Yeah. Fucking brilliant. I did watch uh, Beverly Hills Cop uh, the other day. That was on, on one of the fucking uh, old school channels. It's fucking brilliant. Fucking Axel Foley. What a yeah. fucking cool name that is. I like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to play Trading Places? Yeah, right. All right. So the idea of Trading Places is I tell you a deceased celebrity, and uh, and to bring them back, you have to trade a living celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to play? Yeah, I do. Right. It's, this is brilliant. I wish I thought of this. <laughs> This could be on TV. I'm not sure. Right, go on. I've already pitched Ponce on once and that went down badly. Right. Chaz Odgies. So uh, oh. the Chaz and Dave legend, Chaz Odgies, who oh. sadly passed away. For Chaz Hodges, I will give you Elton John. <laughs> Recording this on the uh, the Glastonbury weekend on the Sunday evening, <laughs> uh, just ahead of... Uh, Oh, he's probably actually on stage now. Um, yeah, but how much better would tonight be on the BBC if it was Chaz and Dave? I'll give you Elton John all day long and his partner, David Furnish. Pair you're of only them. going to give us one. Huh? Oh, fr- okay. But you're throwing two under the bus. <laughs> right, okay. So uh, you've, you've brought Chaz Odgies back. Uh, he's gonna, we're going to reunite him with Dave at Glastonbury 2024. Yes. Ed no, no, tonight. All right, okay. Yeah. Bang, done. And uh, as Elton going to disappear tonight, he's, he's, he's actually probably halfway through. I guess that's why they call it the Blues now. Should we blow him into space to Rocket Man? <laughs> <laughs> it's what he would have wanted. Yeah. Or he falls over and dies halfway through. I'm still standing. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Sacrifice. Fucking hell. Have you got them written down? Did you know I was going to choose that? This is all, it's all off the top of his head. <laughs> Oh dear, he's weird, Elton John, isn't he? Yeah, it does make you wonder when they talk about that one. You know, the Untouchable. That's the point where I was going with it. I was just talking about like Harry looks. Yeah, it's like it's a weird. When yeah, you... but Ralph Harris, he's sort of weird. Harry looks, and 
Right, okay. Is there anyone so we else the who was weird how they looked? We got now for uh, for trading places. What was that places. fella called in all the sequins? Um, what we got? So we have done Chaz Hodges. Oh, another one with the, the blonde hair and the cigars. Um, he was quite weird looking. The, uh, so okay, right. We're going to go for eighties wrestler, uh, Big Daddy. You can bring back Shirley Crabtree. Imagine that nowadays in the world with the UFC. Like with yeah. all these superstars, yeah. you could end up fucking the whole crowd at the O's. Easy, easy. Yeah, daddy just waves Big Daddy in, yeah. just fucking comes in, belly splash. Um, but someone's got to go. Conor McGregor. <laughs> Abby, take him. Fair, fair He's fucked anyway, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right, okay, last one. Um, iconic uh, frontman, um, singer with Queen, Freddie Mercury. Uh, you can have Adam Lambert. <laughs> That's fucking... Oh, what That's use? fucking brilliant. Yeah, what use is he? Get Queen back together. Yeah. What do you reckon? Oh, I don't, I don't, what I don't do you know. Reckon... Can you imagine if Freddie Mercury was back around, how much they'd be milking Queen? Like, Who wants to live forever? Maybe we're, better, like, maybe we're better off without him. Do you reckon... If, if it, All right, we bring Freddie back... I mean, yeah, we'll bring him back, but let's get rid of someone we really want to get rid of. All right. Um, right, if we have to have Queen back, right. I am going to get rid of Gary Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> like, because if we got Queen back, let's get rid of Take That. That's fair enough, and that's a fair swap. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Right, Barlow. Yeah. I mean, you can have Lambert as well. You, you know, what's the point? Well, no, you, you find a lot of people in the fucking in the pot here, mate. Like, yeah, but you know, I'm just fucking. I'm just starting to like this plain god. But like, I think, yeah, I mean, leave Adam Lambert alone. He's he's just seen an opportunity and he? he's just grabbed it. Yeah, like fair play to him. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Freddie Mercury wouldn't be nonsense around with wines and stuff, would he? Like Barlow is, and what's Barlow doing? Got a wine? Yeah. Got wine and he just fucking like creeping around waiting for his his knighthood. He's got a, he's got a film, hasn't he? Barlow. Yeah, there's, there's a new take that film out and like now when you think Barlow, fuck off. Yeah, like he's like who likes you apart from them thousands of middle aged women? That's it, isn't it? Yeah, it's them hundreds of thousands of middle aged women. But without that, he's nothing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I wish I'd give them some birds their first moist on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not in a... (laughs) I might revisit that. (laughs) You might want to have a look at that in the edit, mate. (laughs) I meant sort of in a nostalgic way. Right, moving on. Uh, Psycho 2 come out. Did it? Yeah. I mean, it didn't because it was on movie phone, but... Um, it's belated, wasn't it, Psycho 2? Yeah. So when was Psycho? 76, 77? No, 60s, wasn't it? Was it? Oh, yeah, of course he was. It's fucking black and white, yeah. wasn't it? Um, so, Psycho, that was a name for, like, a fucking tough kid, wasn't it? Yeah. In the 80s. Like, <clears throat> I think, like... We had Barry the Psycho in our class, didn't we? Who was Barry the Psycho? Barry the Psycho would just lose his temper for almost no reason... And he had like one of those Puma school, but you know the leather Puma school bags, yeah. and just launch it at someone. And one time he just fucking launched it at someone, and they ducked, and it just smashed through a window. 
Psycho. Yeah. Was that the extent of his psychotic behaviour? No, there was other stuff. You know, like, that was the pinnacle of it, though. Was Barry one of them blokes that had, like, put put his like his hand on the desk and get a compass and, like, and just yeah. run it between his fingers? They were, like, psychos in my school. Like, people that do stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, Maloney we, was a psycho, wasn't he? He was. <laughs> like... He had flashbacks, didn't like flashbacks to the Vietnam War, didn't he? And he'd go, but he, he had the tools, didn't he? Yeah, it was it was quite it was quite surreal. Um, he was our mate that lived on the estate, and uh, and he would have a flashback to Vietnam, um, and he'd just disappear off into the woods, wouldn't he? He would, but it, well, we should give it a bit of, sort of context here. Uh, Maloney was the same age as us uh, and was from Essex, uh, yeah. and so had never actually been to Vietnam. Do you think he'd do a camouflage? And probably watch Platoon. Yeah. And uh, and he'd go psycho. And he'd be like, oh, Maloney's gone psycho. And uh, and he would just disappear for ages. And then there was a time that he'd come out and he pulled a knife out, didn't he? And he just kept yeah. stabbing it into the fence while Byron was fucking pooing himself. Like, That's like something from a kind of, you know, like an Emilio Estevez film, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kid who does that. And, and he punched an owl in his door. He punched... His door through, didn't he? Because the houses on that new estate yeah, all yeah. had like cardboardy kind of doors, and he'd punched an hole in his door, hadn't he? After having a row, psycho at home, psycho, psycho. We had to go down the little store, didn't we, and get him another door. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, that, that fucking because there was that big warehouse, wasn't there, of doors and windows and stuff, yeah. all from you know that was they just left it there, didn't they? Yeah. After the new estate was built, and we went and got him another door and took it up to his house. That's right. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Did you do a Ouija board in there? Yeah. Yeah. And a Ouija board in there. And also done this other thing where we had a, a stone fight where one of us was in there <laughs> and the other one was in this other little shed and we'd just throw stones at each other. And it, all we basically wanted to do was smash all the windows. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't like, yeah, that wasn't psychotic behaviour. That was just fucking kids being fucking Cups, mollies. Yeah. Uh, the man with two brains come out. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. You seen that? Uh, yeah. The oh, Steve Martin, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I used to watch that round uh, round Barnes before we go to school in the morning. Yeah, like he was great, Steve Martin, wasn't he? I was he was, about wasn't he? He's dead. He's not dead. Like, I, took, I mean, comedically, he is. I watched a little thing with him in about two weeks ago. Him and Martin, Steve. What's his name? The other three amigo. Steve Martin, Martin Steve. No. <laughs> Short. Martin Short, they were the three He's amigos. Short. Martin Short, Chevy Chase, and uh, Steve Martin. Yeah, they made this like kind of uh, true crime thing that we watched. Like it was, it wasn't very good. I, I weren't it. No. I, I just can't. Yeah. He's, he's quite the last, old yeah, the last couple of things I watched through, it just didn't fucking didn't really do anything. So I just gave up on him. All right. Uh, what's what's the best Steve Martin film? Jerk's good. What's the one where his nose gets... Roxanne. It, oh, it don't get bigger, does it? He's just got a big nose. Yeah, he's a fireman, isn't he? With a big nose. I can't remember. Yeah. Three Amigos was fucking brilliant. Yeah. I loved that as a kid. I bet it's not very good now. Um, did you did you ever see... Was it Bowfinger he'd done with Eddie Murphy? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that was quite a fucking... It was quite a latter-day one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I say latter-day, it was probably like in the 90s. Yeah, it was definitely in the 90s. But yeah, I know what you're saying. In, in context of this podcast, it was uh, it was a bit, uh, yeah, after then. All right. 
you got any more films? That's probably as recent as we get, isn't it? Yeah, but it goes down quite a bleak route. What you found? The Twilight Zone movie. Right. You love all that, though, didn't you? Yeah, but it, like, it's bleaker than the movie, isn't it? I know. So, the Twilight Zone movie, you know, it's like one of them anthology movies where you have the four separate stories. Right. And uh, I was looking at the, the directors for the four different little, you know, little uh, segments yeah. that make up the anthology. John Landis, yeah. Steven Spielberg, Joe Dante, who did Gremlins, and George Miller, who did Mad Max. That's I mean, pretty good going, isn't it? That's incredible. But apparently, the first one film was the John Landis one, and it was the one with the racist bloke who kind of gets sort of sucked back in time to um, Nazi Germany and then the Vietnam War, and it was the one... Did you hear there was a big fucking accident when they were on the set? John no. Landis apparently uh, f- made this helicopter fly too low and all the pyrotechnics going off and the helicopter lost control, went down into the water and killed the lead actor and two kids who were acting in the film. Music? Yeah. Yeah. Why did you bring that up? You said it was bleak. I didn't know it was going to be that fucking bleak. Film's quite good. Don't you see the one with John Lithgow when he was on the plane with a gremlin on the wing? <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to pull it back round. Oh, it's fucking bleak. It's fucking bleak. When you read up on that John Landis accent, it's fucking bleak. I didn't really know any of that when we were saying about how good American Werewolf in London was. I'll just watch it with a different light now. They yeah. callously Jesus killed uh, them people through his negligence. Right. Right. Let's get a bit of uh, the charts up. Uh, oh, I don't want 15th of May, do I? Come on, right. You want the 15th of June, 1983. Correct. What you got, number one? Every Breath You Take by, by, the, by, the, by the police. police. Yeah. Like that? Yeah, I do, I do. Yeah, I've gone through. I've gone through kind of liking it when I was a kid, to sort of liking it in my teens, to getting fed up with it, and and now I like it again. It's one of them songs that uh, I didn't. I, I never really paid any attention to our songs were put together, really. But um, it's one of them songs that it ain't a sort of verse chorus one, is it? No. It's like. What, is it what they called A-A-B-A? So you've got the every breath you take is it's the chorus and the verse, isn't it? Yeah. And then it goes to that other bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Which is fucking brilliant, isn't it? Since you've gone, I've been lost without a train. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Do you like that? You look a bit like Sting with your hair like that and your fucking shirt undone. Thanks. I'll go and get a chapstick and have a wank in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'll, I'll be ages having a wank, though. Oh, yeah. You I can be as long as I want. Tantric wank. Yeah. Yeah. Just be as long as I want. Um, What's the point in that? <laughs> <laughs> what is the point in that? Although you, I mean, you, you have always been a great exponent for just going off as quickly as you can. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you... You're like the anti-sting. <laughs> I was going to say, where have you got that information from? But I don't want you to say <laughs> a load of fucking women. But like the thing is, like, who wants to have it off for three hours? Women. <laughs> really? No, I don't think so. You'd get a sore fanny, wouldn't you? Definitely. Like, you can only do so many handfuls of spit, can't you? <laughs> 
Give me a minute. I'm really. My mouth's really dry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been having it off for two and a half hours. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Nah, like. The fact is, right, you're Sting, right? You're an handsome fucking geezer. You've had loads of fucking hits. Why do you feel the need to fucking start going, oh, by the way, I also make love for he's a, hours? He's a show-off. He's a show-off. Just a big show-off. Like, big, big, rich, millionaire show-off. With his loot, playing fucking... Released an album with Shaggy. Did he? Yeah, about two years with ago. With his lube? No, not his loot. He, he done like this fucking weird album where he was just playing a loot. Like some medieval shit. Don't you think he's got? To, but he's like them people that went down on the Titanic sub. He's got too much time on his hands. What was your favourite word for the police in the eighties? It was a lot, wasn't there? Rosers, pigs. Pigs is good, isn't it? <laughs> it's disrespectful, though, isn't it? You know. Look at it's the pigs. <laughs> so good. Shit, it's the pigs. <laughs> Leg it. It's the pigs. <laughs> you ain't taking me, pig. The filth. <laughs> Filth's good, filth, isn't it? yeah. Plod. <laughs> fuzz. Yeah, the fuzz. Yeah. That's an 80s one, isn't it? Yeah. Fuzz. Look at it. It's the fuzz. Caught by the fuzz is a fucking urgent record, isn't it? It is an urgent record, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's good. We, that's good, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking great. Um, was you scared of the pigs in the 80s? I guess... I don't, but was I doing anything that would have come to the attention of the, of the pigs in the 80s? You saved all that up till you hit your 50s, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we'd started to get into a bit of low-level graffiti, hadn't we? Yeah. yeah. Towards the end of the 80s, or, or would, would that be 90s? Was that... I think I was a law-abiding citizen in the 80s. No, Maybe you... smoked a bit of gear. Did you... Was you... Um... What was that uh, football firm you joined? What, Barnsley Hunters? Yeah. Did you spray that in a few places? No. You did? You sprayed that in shaving foam, didn't you, all over them uh, fences on Farrett Park? Did I? Yeah. <laughs> I just used to walk through. I don't know where we got a load of shaving foam we, from. We always used to buy shaving foam. If we went to... We'd go to Wickford, wouldn't we, or Basin or somewhere, buy a load of cheap shaving foam in Superdrug or wherever, and then um, we'd nick, like, deodorant nozzles and... And put it on it, That's and it right. would spray it fucking miles, wouldn't it? Yeah, you sprayed Barnsley Headhunters all over a fucking fence. Oh, fucking hell. But that was, yeah, in the 80s, I don't think. Were you smashing up phone boxes yet? I was just thinking. Oh, I was, no. I was, I was just thinking about it. No, I was, I, was, I was over the back smashing up stuff, but not. Yeah. I was not on you the, had your hammer. I had my hammer, but I weren't going out on the streets with it. I was going over the, the, over the park. That's same as me. I had, I, I had my spray can, but it was just full of shaving foam. <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't crossed the line yet. It was probably the 90s when it. It was the frustration yeah. of never having got to have it off in the 80s. Probably just crossed over into the 90s. How old were we when we went to Romford as sheer wank? That would have been... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. That would have been the 80s, wouldn't it? Where was the fucking mindset? Because we went as like this shit 80s band called Sheer Wank. We, we made up a boy band, didn't we? And dressed up like this weird fucking boy band and all made badges and went to Romford. We had badges? Yeah, saying Sheer Wank and our name on them. It's just like the, no one would have it off with us. Why? <laughs> what did we... No. Did, did we think... No. Because... No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but by that point, Antonio was having it off. Yeah, right, all, I all the time. Barn was getting his digits in, and like Moon was probably definitely he'd yeah. had it off. They'd all had it off. Yeah, we hadn't. <laughs> no, because <laughs> you're too busy going to Romford dressed as an imaginary boy band called Sheer Wank. <laughs> <laughs> we got the bus there as well, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> None of us could drive. <laughs> what was we hoping to achieve? People to look at us. That was it, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you think that was just bred out of the fact that birds didn't want to have it off of us, so we just yeah. wanted some attention from just anyone? Do something else. Yeah. Let's just go dressed as that, and if that don't work, we'll just start shouting swear words really <laughs> loudly. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Glad we've grown up from that. Absolutely. That's Bummer Runner getting on. <laughs> <laughs> it's going quite well, actually. It's been my best best ever viewed video. Oh, fantastic. Ever, out of all oh, of them. really? Yeah, Jimmy Savile and the Sexy Kids got to 600... <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, you, you, you say these things, it's fucking worrying. Got 650,000 views before it was taken off YouTube, but that took 10 years. Bummer Runner done a million views in less than, less than a week. Fucking hell. Yeah. It's mental, isn't it? Wow. I, I have no idea. What? Why? Well, it's quite funny, isn't it? But I, I thought people were sort of over. The, we 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 was worried we took too long to get it out, and thought people were were kind of over the whole Philip Schofield thing. But that's what makes me think that people haven't got closure on it. Do you know what I mean? Like because the way the official culture works, they give you the interview where the person explains their point of view, and then that's it, and you're expected to accept that, and that's the end of it. But like the Prince Andrew thing, yeah, we ain't got all the answers we want. It's catchy, though, as well. Yeah, he's pretty catchy, yeah. isn't it? But then, you know, the Kasabian song's quite catchy. Chuck a bit of Adam and the Ants in and you're there, aren't you? <laughs> 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 
Uh, I've got China Girl by uh, Bowie at number two. Is it racist nowadays? Um, it's still playing it, so it can't be. Oh, right. In which case, I'll, I'll roll with it. I like that song. Uh, it's all right, isn't it? But it ain't among Bowie's oh, best ones, is it? You shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> dropping down to number three, Wham! Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Were they bad boys? Um, no, it was just a couple of fucking twats. <laughs> I, I think George Michael was a bad boy. <clears throat> I think he was more rock and roll than fucking your Pete Townsends and your fucking Keith Moons. Do you know what, though? But is it rock and roll if you present this kind of false image to everyone? I think it's more rock and roll than, like, fucking Axl Rose drinking fucking cold tea out of, an, out of a bottle of Jack Daniels trying to be rock and roll. Was Whereas, he drinking cold tea out of a bottle of Jack Daniels? Yeah. Whereas I think... That's not rock and roll, is it? Nah, but I do think fucking George Michael decided to fucking get out of a car when he'd had enough on the fucking M25 at like fucking 70 mile an hour. That's quite fucking rock and roll. Putting your cock for a fucking glory hole... Is that rock and roll, putting your cock through a glory hole? Well, is it any fucking different to fucking (laughs) Nicky Six and Tommy fucking Lee banging loads of fucking birds and thinking that's rock and roll? And then... Not only that, then just going wrong on about a video where I'm like, fucking got loads of urinals with loads of old Bill everywhere and I'm going to sing a song about it. Oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll get all that. Driving your motor into snappy snaps because you're out your fucking head. That's the sort of shit that Lemmy used to dream about. Yeah, but I think George Michael had massive fucking mental issues brought on by having to be a certain thing for the massive fucking record companies yeah. that were controlling him. Yeah. And I think even the outside video where they had all the cops dressed up and the urinals, it was the record company owning it and it wasn't him owning it. I uh, I know you're not a big fan of Wham and I'm not a big fan of Wham, but uh No, I can see I can see why I can see why people like it. Yeah. But I don't know any blokes who I respect who like it. Right. Including you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up from night number four, Flash Dance, what a feeling. Have we spoke about that? I think I think we have, yeah. Fucking tune. Yeah, it's a tune, isn't it? Uh, just lo- I just love everything about that. So yeah. that's me moaning about Wham and saying I like Flash Dance. There's no fucking integrity involved, is there? What's your thoughts on Baby Jane by Rod? Yeah, I do like Baby Jane. Yeah? Yeah, I do, yeah. What's your favourite Rod? Um... I mean, Maggie May's the best one, isn't it? Yeah. I think, I'm sure we must have said that half a dozen times. Yeah. Do you like Baby Jane? Yeah. Has he got a sax solo in, though? Oh. And what's the play over at the beginning? Before it goes, Baby Jane. Oh, that's that. great. Yeah. Yeah. It's 80s, Rob, but I do think it's decent, Baby yeah. Jane. Well, what's fucking the other good 80s one? Young Turks, Young Turks, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we spoke about Rod because we said he had it off the most in the 80s, didn't he? Rod. And the 70s. Yeah. I reckon he put a fucking good hours fucking shifting in the 90s as well. He certainly did. I reckon he's probably still going strong. Do you reckon? Do you reckon Rod needs Viagra? That'd be a sad day, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just like being that leggy blonde catching him in a cubicle, just popping a couple of blue pills to get a stiffy. Bury me, love. <laughs> Give me 20 minutes. Do you reckon he has a, a little brochure of model trains down the end of the bed that he's looking over the shoulder of the leggy blondes while he's <laughs> plugging away? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> 
Oh dear. What else you got? Um see after sending Elton John off uh to bring Chaz Hodges back from the dead. Uh, I guess that's why they call it the blues, his number nine. Brilliant, right? My favourite Elton John song. Yeah, it's really good. Though. What's your favourite Elton John song? <sighs> Step into Christmas. No. Uh, it's, a, I'm, I'm, it's appalling, that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's fucking terrible. It's up there with that fucking Macca one that's fucking awful as well. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. That's, that's better than Step into Christmas, though. Yeah, ain't, not, not by far. I ain't into that either. Um, <laughs> so horrible. It's just really horrible. It doesn't make me feel festive. It just makes me feel horrible. Yeah. I, 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 I'm I going to go Tiny Dancer, I think. Um, I really like that. Um, Are you ready? Are you ready for love? Oh, that one they found and yeah, put out. Yeah, that's like all right. That. And there's one, I don't want to sound like fucking being indie wanker and pick a rarer one, but there's a song called... Oh, um, you always go for a deep cut, didn't you? <laughs> deep cut? <laughs> 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 Mona Lisa's and Mad Atters I really fucking oh, like that oh I don't that. know that oh it's fucking great but guess that's what I call it Rocket Man's fucking great yeah. like, are you one of these people that I'll, I'll only dance to things if I haven't heard of it yeah that's me yeah we've been slagging off Elton John and we're now just banging on about how many fucking good songs he's got loads of good songs no he ain't got loads like half a dozen Goodbye Yellow Brick Road that's fucking good yeah it's alright I'd still, I'd still see him dead for Chaz Hodges, though, all day long. What's Love Train? Is that people all over the world? Love Train. Oh, is that Love Train? Yeah, that's Love Town. I wonder what that is. Can you take me to a Love Town? Can you take me to a Love Town? That one, isn't it? Do you show Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> uh, what's Waiting for a Train by Flash in the Pan? Ooh. Waiting, waiting for a train, train that never, never comes. comes. Ba, ba, da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, oh, number 11. Lady, love me one more time. Oh. That's one of my best Bensons, Yeah, that. classic George Benson. Um, what else do you want to talk about on music? Uh, can we talk about George Benson? Yeah. Uh, give me your top five black blokes with a tash from the 80s. Larry Blackman. Oh, yeah, good shout um, Apollo Creed, George Benson, Sherrick. <laughs> <laughs> Barham's been shouting Sherrick all the way through that list. Yeah. Um, Is that five? No, it's four. Lando? Oh, Lando Carizian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you got? I was giving you one of my best ones. Yeah. Go on, no, go on. You have Lando. Uh, all right, Lando. Um, in no particular order George yeah. Benson definitely yeah. Alexander O'Neill yeah. um, uh, Errol Brown from Hot Chocolate oh solid chat Daly Thompson there you go <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell yeah solid tashies solid tashies Daly, T- Daly Thompson was a fella wasn't he yeah 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 yeah, if he turned up to do your painting and decorating it'd be a bit of a laugh he'd probably fucking slap your wife's ass. And like, yeah. there'd be nothing in it. Nah. But if he was out and you had to, he was working nights, <laughs> you might want to ring home because it, it, if, it if do, the opportunity it, arose. He'd do an asquiff. Yeah, it'd be like a rat of a drain pipe. Very promiscuous. <laughs> <laughs> One of our most decorated fucking Very Olympians. Pr- yeah, decorated Olympian, promiscuous tradesman. <laughs> 
Australia. You dirty gun. He's a good bloke, Ronnie. If you come home to find him fucking your wife, you'd tuck him in, wouldn't you? Do you know what? I think, <laughs> I think you'd be like, oh, sorry, mate. And you'd, you'd end up giving him a cuddle, wouldn't you? Yeah. And probably fucking giving him 20 quid for the fucking paint and decorating as a little fucking drink. Yeah. Right. Shut your middle. Um, right. Got Just got lucky by Joe Boxers at number 12. Yeah. You, look, you used to like that one, didn't I you? I like that a lot. I think it's really good. Got that Northern Soul thing going yeah. on, isn't it? They, uh, I read about them that they, because um, they are obviously doing the box of beat yeah. as well, and they got signed really quickly, and then they were like, right, what else you got? And they didn't have anything else. Oh, really? And so, like, that's why I don't <laughs> think the album done particularly well, because I think they were just rushing to try and get so songs. Did, did they have that when they got signed, or do you, do you know yeah, that? I think it was that and box of beat was all they had. Yeah. I don't remember anything else by them. <laughs> no, but they, they got back together and they played about a year ago. Oh, did they? Yeah. Like, I don't know at what, you know, but fucking Just Got Lucky's a fucking tune. Yeah, it's one of my favourites, that one. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know any of these. Fuck- like, Hang on now by Kajagoogle. I've no fucking idea what that is. No, I've no idea what that is. If I'd have had a bit more time at that, I'd have gone and had a little look at that. Pills and Soap by Imposter. That's creepy, isn't it? Do you know, <laughs> I, I actually did, I was sufficiently uh, interested in that to have a little Google, and it was Elvis Costello. Oh really? He he put a, he wanted to put a single out, but his record company was going through some sort of fucking transition period, like whether they were changing, I don't know, like distributor or something, and so he wanted to get that out in in time for the general election, and so he just put it out himself on a little label under a different name. But there's a, a video of him doing it on top of the pops. Oh yeah, bit right. nancy. Is it a good song? Yeah, it is. Yeah, but it's Elvis Costello, and it? it's always good. Uh, have I got any other songs that I wanted to talk about? Uh, Do you know I Dream to Sleep by H Two O? How's that go? It's a bit of like an eight. It's a bit of an eighties kind of synth slowy. It's quite good. Remind me, I want to sing you a little bit. Oh, don't make me sing because I don't only I only know the chorus. How's that go? <laughs> You're gonna make me do it, and you're staring at open. me. No, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> No, there's my daughter's bedroom there looking at. Don't need to see you sitting here. Last skins. thing you want's her up in her bedroom getting a wide on about right. me top off. Come on. <laughs> uh, sing the chorus. No, but I'm only going to do it shirtless. Go on, him. Well, you want me to do it shirtless? Yeah, I'll take a picture and we can put it on the socials. You made me get my top off. For a photo, I'm make you a star. Really horrible. I need to put a little flash on there. Or sexy. No, horrible. Disgusting. You're going to put a filter on that later on and have a wank. Um, I dream to sleep. Uh, I need to have another picture because it's fucking. The little flash thing ain't working. I'm glad I took that shirt off. It's a bit. That's disgusting. Why do you keep photographing me and going, oh, that's disgusting, then taking another picture? <laughs> Oh, that's, that's, dis- that before. Oh, that's disgusting. Uh, Just undo your top button. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Um, is there any more music you want to talk about? Give us the cup. As When We Were Young by Bucks Fizz Go On. Uh, when we were young, little one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have no idea. Um, 
well, I'm going to get on to it when we get on the TV, because I, I want to talk about something, and, and the fizz will pop up then. Um, uh, do you like Moonlight Shadow by Mike Oldfield, currently nestling at number 27, up from 42? I believe that's on its way at the top spot, isn't it? It is, and that was on uh, Now One. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah. Do you like that? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Why, why, why are you sounding pained? Because I can't not think of a far show. Because that was mm. Dave Angel, wasn't it? Eco Warrior. Yeah. Like, but uh, carried away by a moonlight shadow. Like, I don't know who sang that. Who the who the uh, woman was? Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to bother making something up now because you know I'm just making it up. Um, but yeah, was that like his first big hit after Tubular Bells? Um, I don't know what was. Uh, when I was working at Burton's, which would have been like early nineties, the song on the um, on the Christmas tape was that in Dulcie Jubilo, you know. Do you remember that one? Just smacks of fucking Morris dancers that, doesn't it? Yeah. That was always on the Christmas. On the Christmas, so I ended up quite liking it though, because you know when you just hear something so much, it batters you into submission. Yeah. But was that would that have been in between tubu- yeah, Tubular Bells and yeah. Moonlight Shadow? I think Moonlight Shadow is really fucking decent. I really do think it's good. Um, what else have we got? I've got True Boss Spandau Ballet making its way out of the charts at number twenty nine. It's I haven't done a lot of prep, but I've got a note about that. What have we got? How would Tony Hadley react if someone told a nonce joke in front of him? Uh, how many how many beers has he had? Couple. Oi 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 oi! No, none of that, mate. None of that. There's yeah. women over there on that table. Yeah, and like that's all he's bothered about. The women yeah. on the other table. He don't want anything <laughs> to like. He don't want anything to sort of come back on him. They're like, what are you doing over there with them fucking cutting the cunts, fucking making fucking offensive? Yeah, jokes. you joke about nonce. That means you like, are a nonce. Like, yeah, all he's bothered about. Is how many digits he's going to get up them two birds later. Yeah. Yeah. I think he can. He considers that he's got a good sense of humour. I think he'd be like, "All right, mate. Anything goes, except for kids." I like a bit of blue as much yeah. as the next man. Like, but not kids. Yeah, that crosses the line. Yeah. Um, I reckon to this day, like he's still all about the minge. Do you reckon? He, he's just always been minge. He's got big building site hands, though, so I reckon he's. I don't think I don't think he's a big fingerer. I think one digit, oh, really? and he don't want to overshoot it because his cock's not. His cock's going to be smaller than two of his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he's just like. <laughs> Both of us looking at our fingers and suddenly looking <laughs> depressed. <laughs> Imagine Shilton. Shilton now. Peter, if you're listening, sorry, mate. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Roach. Roach. Imagine that. Yeah. I don't reckon, like... Do you reckon Mrs. Roach took anything other than his little finger? But I don't reckon Roach would ever do anything with his little finger. He ain't that sort of fella, is he? No, like, No. Not even in front of the Queen, he wouldn't drink a cup of tea with it. No, no, no. Right. no I don't reckon. I don't reckon he ever put his middle finger in anyone. Roach. No, nah. no. Nah. 
No chance. I think A, it's a rough finger. Like Work, working hands. Yeah, he's got workman's hands. He's got a little bit of fucking grease underneath the fucking nail. Like he's probably got a couple of fucking blisters where he's been fucking digging all day. Like yeah. I reckon fucking yeah, like it ain't the sort of thing that you put in a lady. No. Yeah, and he's been carting a lot around. Absolutely. Like I'll just think Roach would be like Sorry, Treacle, I can't give you any of these, but I can give you that. What? His penis. Yeah. <laughs> Little pat of <laughs> <laughs> but it was only little compared to him. It's not little by any stretch of the imagination. I can only give you a little pat. Then he just pull, he, he pulls the leotard to one side. <laughs> Doing. <laughs> Big fucking bush of pubes as well, isn't it? Yeah. You can barely see the wolf in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, L- little Pat. It's like little John, isn't it? It ain't yeah. little. No, no. God no. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's an ironic nickname. Absolutely. <laughs> Did ginger pubes? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, what else have we got? Juicy fruit. What fuck's juicy fruit? Juicy. Alright. Where's that? Uh, number thirty-eight. Barmer left out on fucking seven inch. How do you say the name of that band? Uh, I don't know. Mm, to me. Must be. What's The Heat Is On by Agnetha Falstog? The Heat Is On! Burning, burning, burning. It's on the run. It's not, is it? Is it on the street? Uh, but The Heat Is On. The Heat Is On! It's got to be, isn't it? No, it's not. The Heat Is On was. Um, was it one of the fellas that was in the Eagles? Oh, uh, Glenn uh, Frey. Yeah, that's what I think. Hmm. Yeah, the heat is on. Agnetha. Is that is that Agnetha from? Yeah, Abba. Abba. What one was she? The blonde. What was the other one called? Frida. Frida Carlo. Don't know. Now I don't know. Um, Benny. Oh, in at forty-four. Uh, New entry, Freeze, I.O.U. I love that. That'd be heading up the charts. That'd be in the top ten, wouldn't it, next month? I hope so. Right, it's fucking great, that is. Do you like that? Yeah, I do, yeah. Half a baker, isn't it? Half a baker, isn't it? Yeah. So, had he done anything before that? Oh, I don't know. Had he done anything? No, he would have done New Order by then, would he? No, New Order was like mid-80s. Yeah. Stuff with them, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. But Freeze... Obviously, like that's a fucking tune, but they'd already had a year before. Some for it. Yeah, which is a very different sounding song, isn't it? I can't remember how that goes. When I saw you, oh yeah, yeah, in the southern breeze. It's a bit of a soul song. Where if this is pure electro, isn't it? It's like I suppose the the uh, the sound had changed, hadn't it? Yeah. The, the hip happening sound. Hey, hey. It's a proper like pop song, isn't it? Yeah, fucking ace, that Just is. Just basically listing the five vowels. Yeah. Um, oh, you I, think you, I wonder if you could do a pop song just listing all the consonants. What it's a catchy, got? would it? No, that's it. That's it for music. Good game, danger game. Oh, yeah. 
So the concept for new listeners of Good Game Danger Game is um, I put some uh, games together featuring um, well-known 80s celebrities uh, and can't have to tell me whether it's uh, in the style of Bruce Forsyth a good game uh, or in the style of seminal 80s um, uh, pop stars, the uh, the Pinkies, a danger game. Okay, so I'm going to start off. Run outs with Zamo and Roly from Grain Jill. Run outs with Zamo and Roly. Yeah. This is pre the horse. He's not trying to score. He's just fucking, he's just a bit of a cheeky chap, you Zamo. Yeah, I mean, Roly ain't going to be running far, is he? Apart from to the tuck shop. <laughs> but this is a good game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Kiss Chase with Claire Grogan from Altered Images. Did you ever play Kiss Chase? I don't know if I did. I did. I played it twice. And uh, any joy? Well, no, I could have. I could have caught girls, which sounds really fucking bad. <laughs> so, like for those that don't uh, understand the concept of Kiss Chase, I uh, think everyone knows the rules of Kiss Chase. It's a bit creepy, isn't it? You just run around and 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 until you catch a girl and kiss her. Uh, it's a bit like Colin Pitchfork, but innocent. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, but I remember, like, there was, there was a few girls that I really wanted to kiss in junior school. But I just didn't have the fucking stones to do it. So I'd just, like, bomb it around. Like, going, yeah, this is great, but not actually trying to catch yeah. anyone because I wouldn't know what to do if I caught them. Um, right, okay, so that's two good games. Uh, as we stand at the moment, there's not one danger game. Um, right, let's see where you go with this. Off Grand Touch with the Red Hand Gang. Oh, imagine that get a bit lively. Yeah, absolutely. Did, did, do you remember the Red Hand Gang thing at school? No. Was... You would just go up, you just slap someone really old on a bare bit of skin and say, Red Hand Gang. How you win? Uh, no, it wasn't a game. You'd just go and, you, if someone had like their arm or their leg or their back out, yeah. you'd just slap them really hard so they'd have a big red handprint and, and then that's, you'd, that's the you'd game. say, Red Hand Gang. That's it. Yeah. That's a danger game, isn't it? It is, yeah. But, but this off ground touch with the actual Red Hand Gang. Yeah. Good game. Absolutely. And lastly, before we move on to TV, Game of Truth or Dare with Keith Harris. So I've just found for TV um, some listings here. So, uh, well, so if Keith Harris's daughter lives, listens to this podcast, should we get an hold of her lawyer? What uh, we what we got next? TV. Emmerdale Farm. That's still on. How is it? So who watches Emmerdale Farm? Just like nans and that. But nans are like our age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> like great nans and that. Yeah, but most of them are dead. Nah, they're not. Not, not the ones. You know, like the, the sort of nans who were just like on VE day, just sucking all the soldiers' cocks. They're still around, aren't they? Marks and Spencers is, is, still a, is still a thing. So all them, you know the nans that are on VE day? Well, they're beige sucking, coats. Yeah, yeah. Beige, yeah, beige and like little puddle of piss, walking around in their slippers smelling of biscuits. <laughs> them nans. <laughs> they still exist, aren't they? I think there's not that many of them. Who um, watches Emmerdale then? Is it, is it those fucking twats who 
Read like TV quick magazine. I think so. Watch this morning. That's all I can think. The people that are like, that are at the moment just thinking they feel really sorry for uh, Holly, what's her name? So I'm thinking of farms and I'm thinking. <laughs> Tenuous link. No, but. Just got you thinking about farms. Well, no, I, I went on a school trip to a farm. Did you? Yeah. And like, I remember being like really excited, but then like, I can't think where it was, but we walked there. Yeah. And the best thing about school trip was getting on a coach, wasn't it? Yeah. And like, and having your sweaty sandwiches and throwing things around. Where did you go on school trips to? Did you go to the zoo? I have no memories of any school trips. Oh, I went to London Zoo and it was fucking brilliant. Oh, really? Yeah, just on the coach for like, it felt like hours yeah. with all your mates. Yeah. Just like fucking. What, from junior school or senior yeah, school? Brilliant. I don't remember going on any school trips in junior school. I went to York for like six days. No, you never. <coughs> I did. What, junior school? Fourth, yeah, fourth year junior. I went to York and uh, stayed in like, uh, a hotel room. Uh, I six... don't remember you going there. Sid was in my hotel room, um, uh, and I remember <laughs> his mate Malcolm pulled his ass cheeks apart, and uh, he hadn't wiped his ass properly, so we, we literally picked on him for the whole of the holiday. It's know. funny the things that stick with you, isn't it? Do you remember <laughs> anything about the Minster? No. Oh, no. <laughs> we left there, and two days later, it burnt down. Did it? Mm. Yeah, burnt down. Back, back now, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but it burnt down about two days after we were there. Well, someone do a genie, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah, I remember I'd arranged with this girl called Colette and Beverly, uh, me and Painter, that we I mentioned it in a previous episode where we went on a date with them, and I refused to tell my mum and dad that I was going on a date with a girl, but we'd agreed when we was up there that we was going to sneak into their room like porkies, uh, and play strip trumps. Cool. I mean, it didn't happen. Or just like, take off your clothes and fart. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I would have... I, I certainly wouldn't have got my fucking little Peanut bollocks there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I reckon at that point, Painter might have had about three pubes. Yeah. Like, for, for you, pubes were like half a decade away, weren't they? I was a fucking years away from them. But, uh... Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, yeah, I remember fucking loving that. School trips were the best. Getting to the back of the bus and, like, fucking... I don't remember any school trips from junior school. We went on a, we went on a school trip in the first year of senior school... 
to France. I can't remember where it was, but we, we stayed in this hotel called Hotel Les Flots Bleu, which means like blue waves. And uh, we got there and all just got into our rooms. Then I remember, like, I'm sure I fucking said this before on a podcast, but um, someone going, hey, look over the balcony. And we all looked out over our balconies and everyone was kind of like looking out on the courtyard. And there was a new kid in our year called Andrew who was just running around the courtyard stark bollock naked. <laughs> Good on it's him. great, that, him little memories, isn't it? Yeah. I wish, but I mean, you went to France. Not obviously when we went in the 90s, but when we went with Cubs. And we got the other craft over there. Oh, I, I, think, we, I, I think we talked about um, Lee Hubbard nicking David's towel. <laughs> and him having his little cock out and running around just trying to get his towel back. It was an abuse of trust, wasn't it? Because he'd, he'd asked the wrong person to hold his towel while he yeah, got no, changed. Asked the wrong person. But like, it was always that thing, like on a day trip to France... Bangers, flick home, like yeah. anything like that. That was like proper contraband, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, take them back to school. You was a fucking dad for the day. Proper fucking boss. Right. Um, Mike Reed's pop quiz. Mike Reed's pop quiz? That was on. Was and, it? Uh, yeah. So I went to see the Pet Shop Boys uh, last week. Yeah. And uh, got back to my little Airbnb, trying to find something to watch. Always go on the iPlayer to watch. How, so. how were the Pet Shop Boys? Um, they were ridiculously brilliant. Like, well, we're big fans, aren't we? Yeah. And uh, and it was their greatest hits to us. So it was just hit, 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 and it was fucking brilliant. Um. So I'm flicking through uh, the uh, what do you call it, the fucking iPlayer, and there's two episodes from 1982 of Mike Reed's Pop Quiz. Yeah. Slung them on, didn't I? Did you? Fucking brilliant. So what is it then? It's a pop quiz hosted by Mike Reed. Yeah, but who who are the contestants? Uh, so on the one I watched, Toya. Oh, so it's like never mind the Buzzcocks. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a celebrity panel. Yeah, what, so, f- what, three people on each side? Or Yeah, yeah, three on each side. There was Toya. There was there was one that was uh, Spandau versus Duran. So they had like Fucking it was a Christmas special. special yeah. yeah. Um, who won? I can't remember. I was pissed. Oh, someone told a nonce joke and Adley called it all off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a look at fucking Rosie's hard drive and it all got a bit weird. <laughs> um, but no, uh, who else was on there? It was fucking great. Oh, George Michael, uh, Morrissey. Um, fucking hell. Yeah, it was really fucking good. And... Uh, I don't. I don't remember that at all. Do you, Do you remember that? I had the board game of it. My oh, really? With a board game, yeah. That's why I'm better at music quizzes than you. What? Because you had the board game. Well, you've always you always told me it's because you had a better all round knowledge. No, I think you you. I went on pop of the form. Yeah, I know, but like only because like we got knocked out in the first round. Yeah, but but you was like learning like language and science and stuff like that. And I was just more focused on, like, Toya. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely more focused on Toya. They're doing a tour, aren't they? Her and Fripp. Her and Fripp. We should go there and fucking just stand in the front row drinking beer out of our mugs. That's going to be a seedy little affair, isn't it? Mm. You know who else is on tour? Lad Baby. Doing, doing a book tour. Sent you a little thing, didn't I? Yeah, I know. You're just egging me on to turn up, aren't you? Well, it was, it was Silky's brother. It was Ollie from uh, uh, Death of Guitar Pop. His older brother uh, was like... You seen this? Send this to cunt. 
I will. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, ain't far from us either, is no, it? No, it ain't, is it? Have you had, oh, I was going to say, have you had any thoughts on it? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've, I, I've obviously had thoughts. Well, let's, let's save that till closer to the time and then... Uh... No, it's next month, isn't it? It's, oh, it's literally, oh, yes, yeah, so it's what, like about a week oh, away. What have you already confirmed in your own mind you're well, going to do? I thought, uh, no, I don't think I'm going to go and do it. I don't, I don't think I am. But I think if I was... <laughs> if I was going to do it, what I'd do is I'd have a load of masks printed of that bird from the video he was fondling. <laughs> And just turn up and just queue up wearing their masks and just see just see what happens. Did you get your book signed wearing it? <laughs> <laughs> With a thumbs up. <laughs> I just I want to see what would happen. What could happen? You ain't doing anything wrong. No. Just wearing a mask of a lady Imagine from Imagine if he belted you. Oh, I'd love a charity boxing match with him. He's a bit younger than you. Yeah, and a bit taller. Probably, he's got, bit, probably got a longer reach, hasn't he? Probably got. I reckon he's like. He's definitely got a better reach than me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you should call that on. Drecken. Yeah. Drecken, I could make it happen if I just kept on. He's got to shut you up because you ain't going to fuck off, are you? Like, I would definitely call on a little charity boxing match. I'll fucking call you and tell you to go out there and get your head kicked in. What if he kicks me in, though? He won't kick you in. Drecken. Yeah. He, he You're could. just fucking doing that for go on. Go on, cunt. <laughs> go on, no, you'll be all right. Well, uh, he, uh, yeah, he, you can tell if someone's got anything he about him. He can't have it, can he? No. He can't he, have it. He, he ain't got nothing about him. If he could have it, he wouldn't have a podcast called Live, Laugh, Love. You're serious. Is that what he's actually yeah. called? Do you know, Seaside Wolf called it uh, Gulp, Grift, Grope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um... Right, so with pop quiz. Oh yeah. Um, I took it in. I was trying to think, and I was, I was fucking, and I remember taking it into school on the last day of term. Because did you have that at your school? You could take games on the yeah. last day. Yeah. And like, mum went like, "I'll oh, take that in," and I was like, "No one's going to want to play that." That weren't you one where you wank mag in it? That's perfection. <laughs> <laughs> perfection. <laughs> uh, that sounds like one of Strand's wank bags. <laughs> But um, but I remember like taking that in, thinking this is gonna be the most boring game anyone takes in, and then someone bought in Ludo, and like I remember thinking, fucking who brings that on the last day? But someone bought in. I was just it made me think about like my my last year at Williams on like, um on the last day of term, and everyone bought in toys. Someone someone bought in a Stretch Armstrong, yeah, and there was a kid called Andy, and he was like, oh brilliant, hold on to it, and I held it, and then he took the other arm and he just like. Pulled it as far as he could. And then let it go and it hit you in the face. <laughs> no, it just snapped and all this weird shit just fell out okay. of it. And it was like, oh, um, sorry, mate. And he was just like, hmm. Like, what, oh, you were left holding it? Like, yeah, the stuff like oozing out of it. Harmless fucking what, what colour is the stuff in it? Stretch arm gone. Um, <laughs> like, uh, it was all like, there was like kind of like a bit of sort of like this weird sort of metally sort of like gauze stuff yeah and it was just like i mean fucking that was a long time ago yeah but yeah i just remember we just like pulled it pulled it pulled it and then it just snapped and it was like i didn't see that in the advert no because they don't they don't do they like that's the technology from roswell right shape shape shifting someone brought in a rubik's snake do you remember that yeah did that get fucked as well no but i can still do that do you have anyone can do the snake 
Can they? Well, yeah, it's just fucking... I used to be able to do Rubik's Magic as well. Yeah, but could you do the Rubik's Cube? No. I could do the barrel. Yeah, but could you do the cube? No. My, my old man come home one night from the pub uh, with an A4 uh, photocopied sheet of instructions of how to do the Rubik Cube <laughs> that he paid some bloke a tenner for. And, uh, I mean, that is Essex pubs in the 80s, isn't it? And uh, and we all learned to do the Rubik's Cube. Oh, from, really? From, from this... I thought you were going to say, you woke up in the morning, your Rubik's Cube was in bits all over the floor with <laughs> your old man has launched it at the wall. Rack off. <laughs> oh, you could do it? Yeah, we, we could. We, we oh, all you cheated? Yeah, you just learned the instructions from the sheet and then you could do it. I mean, it looked really fucking impressive. It's once, you, once you knew how to do it... Is that how you got in your school by being able to do the Rubik's Cube? Yeah, yeah I just went went like for the interview and I just sat there and he said, like, what books you reading? And I went, uh-uh. I held one finger up to him yeah. and I just did the Rubik's Cube yeah. in front of him and he said, you You're can in. come in, yeah. Fucking bingo. Uh, I've got no ponce or nonce this uh, uh, Have you finished with TV? Uh, what have you got? I mean, only like factually accurate things, like Bob Monkhouse presents his last episode of Family Fortunes on ITV. (laughs) (laughs) So was Dennis taking over from Monkhouse? Yeah. So was was uh, Bygraves before Monkhouse? By oh no, no, I think maybe Bygraves then. Bygraves took over from Monkhouse. Oh, Monkhouse was still alive when Bygraves was dead, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I, in my mind, it went Bygraves, Monkhouse, Dennis. What's that fucking cunt? Ah. Oh. Vernon, what's his name? Kate. Yeah. Uh, that, ain't, that ain't what I was thinking about. Who's that other fucking smiley cunt that does, like, fucking TV shit? Does he do catchphrase now? Smiley cunt who does TV shit. Just looks like a fucking Disney kid. Like... Proper fucking peel back. I can't think what his fucking name is. <laughs> ben Shepherd. <laughs> no, I like Ben Shepherd. He's really all right. He come on me fucking podcast. Did like he? The, the MMA one. He's fucking well all right. He was. Oh really? Stephen Mulhern. Mulhern. Is it? I don't even know. I'm that removed oh, from popular culture. I've no idea. Chip who he is. a little fucking. So did he do next to Andy Peters? Did he? Did he do his his Peters one? His Peters what? Like, you know, one of the ones they're protecting. So, I haven't got um, Ponce or Nonce this month. Have you Did, got anyone to tell you you want to talk about? Uh, 15th June was the first episode of the historical sitcom Blackadder. Uh, was you a fan of Blackadder? I'd, I'll never see any of the first series and then joined it in the second series, which was like obviously when it got good, wasn't it? Well, I was never Did you, into Did, it. Was that because it had some some historical accuracy to it? Probably. Did, did you feel like you've been cheating into learning? I think so. Um, did you get in the Blackadder at any point? Not really. Not? I, I watched a load of it last week because they put out this pilot episode. I don't know if you see that. They put out a pilot episode that's never been shown before. Because no. it's a big anniversary. Well, yeah, obviously it's yeah. anniversary. Um, and so they put out a big interview thing with all of the cast. Not Ryan Atkinson. <laughs> Um, and they showed the pilot episode, which hasn't got lots of the actual familiar faces in it. It's yeah. Most of them. Uh, I didn't actually watch that, but watched a load of episodes and did actually catch the one with Flash Art in. Yeah. You know, and it's fucking... But when you see Rick do his thing, you're like, of course that's the best thing they've ever done because it's Rick Mail being fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah, but do you know what? Like, that... that... 
so the because the first series, as I understand it, because I see a documentary about it fucking years ago, was all filmed like on location and with big fucking you know outside kind of right. you know like all filmed outside mm. uh, and filmed with kind of you know sort of on location with big fucking yeah. castles and that uh, and what have you. And then the second series. Obviously, the first series didn't do that well, and so they fucking cut all the budgets and brought it in, like being filmed in studios. Yeah. And I mean, the casting, the cast in the second series is fucking ridiculous, isn't it? Is because he's he's got his beard and he's a bit Sutcliffe, isn't he? But he's, Rowan Atkinson. He's, but, his thing, he doesn't come into it till a little bit later, does he? Um, like obviously, uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen Fry, but. What's his name? Hugh, Hugh Laurie. Laurie. I don't think Hugh Laurie comes, comes in. Comes in until the third series. Yeah, because we was watching the summer and I was thinking, where's Hugh Laurie? But you've still got Miranda Richardson and... Yeah, that's all the second series, and isn't Baldrick, it? And Rick and, Mayo and yeah. Baldrick and... Yeah, and Percy. And yeah. It's just really fucking... It's just really, really fucking yeah. good. But, I, but then again, you know... I watched about three episodes the other week and I didn't laugh. Mm. Like, I've seen them before. Because I've watched it all. Robbie Coltrane. Yeah. Is that in the second series or the third? I can't remember. What's the one with um, what's her face, Bob? Well, that second Bob, series, yeah. yeah. And like, and I, I've seen it all. I just, I just, I don't know. I just don't really think it's that funny. Yeah. And like, and I should because everybody involved in it is people that I really like, and you know, yeah. Richard Curtis is clearly a fucking great writer, as he's. Uh, it's very Ben Elton now, isn't ben it? Ben Elton, obviously, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. The way that you actually described why I didn't like it at the time, he's probably pretty much on the money. Cheating like, you into learning. Yeah. I didn't want to learn. I wanted to watch Porky's. <laughs> 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 Gotta get lead. What else you got? Now that's it for TV. Uh, have I got anything else? Oh, the shareholders of satellite television agree a five million offer to give News International 65% of the company. Blake, isn't it? Uh, Blake Seven uh, was on that evening. Like, if Doctor Who... Yeah. ...is a really fucking rubbish thing that hasn't got loads of cool shit with lasers in, you've got Blake Seven as well. Uh, I don't really know a lot about Blake Seven. Well, let me tell you, Avon and the crew of The Liberator are struggling to survive... On the hostile world of Terminal, a stranger is on his way to find them, but rescue is not on his mind. I bet that is really like based around dialogue, not just like someone booting a fucking door in and just blasting people. Yeah, but any BBC TV, so it has to be based around dialogue because they ain't got the money to fucking have all the lasers and shit, just have don't they? Put it on then. Or Keith Harris goes on. Uh, oh yeah, pop quiz is on. Uh, test your knowledge of pop and rock and be entertained with music, clues, archive film clips and the friendly rivalry of mid-year, just back from Ultravox's tour of America. Tracy, recently in the charts with the house that Jack built. She lives in Southend. Oh, does she? Uh, Paul Young, ex-Q-Tip and now the family man. Ah, Fucking hell, that, I mean, that's some big... The Bob Geldof, Boomtown Rat, John Moss of Culture Club, and Tom Bailey, one of the three Thompson twins. That's some big hit, isn't it? Yeah. What was Pop Quiz then? It was a pop quiz hosted by Mike Reed. Why have you gone back to that? <laughs> <laughs> I've just pulled up the fucking, uh, what do you call it? The uh, uh, the TV <laughs> listings. You see it on there. <laughs> 
But you called it Mike Reed's Pop Quiz before. <laughs> well, that's what it's called. I thought maybe this was, this was like a rival one. <laughs> no. Good people, though, aren't they? I'd, yeah, I'd watch great. that. Yeah, also, it was a Val Dunican musical show uh, with... Um, uh, I've heard the song before, starring Val Dunican and guest Gloria Honeyford and the Cambridge Buskers. That's fucking wet. I mean... But then this is the, like the eighties. I think Gloria Honeyford now, like with a sort of big airdo and just a dry old fanny. But like in the eighties, with a different prospect. I reckon you would have <laughs> slung a digit up there. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I also think in the Cambridge Buskers is just like a load of fucking geezers in like matching shirts with fucking. Big old fucking messy haircuts and tashies. And as soon as I see it, I can just picture fucking... Jeremy. Castle with a mandolin <laughs> on the end, just fucking playing along, just having the fucking time of his life. Definitely. None of them will wash their nuts for weeks. <laughs> I include Castle in that. <laughs> he probably started it all off. Lads, lads. Lads, lads. Don't wash your nuts. <laughs> Be a right laugh. <laughs> he used to do that thing, didn't he, of like putting his hand down his ass crack and then going, you does this drink smell funny? And like holding the drink up to you. I'd done him once. Uh I I rubbed my finger around my helmet when we was driving to the brush one night. And I went, Does my fucking hand smell? And I went like that and I wiped it under his nose and it was really <laughs> bad. And he was not happy. <laughs> Rub my little fucking helmet cheese under his nose. He, he still says in rehearsal sometimes he can smell it. <laughs> he used to fucking... What he used to smell, he had this weird thing where he'd like fucking rub his finger up all around, the, all around his bollocks and he'd smell it and he'd retch and then just go, vinegar. And then that's <laughs> what he'd try and make me smell. Like this vinegar smell that he had. And he knew I didn't like vinegar anyway, let alone fucking something that had been brewed around his bollocks. Fucking hell. Uh, He's very squeamish, though, isn't he? Like, if I, if I describe any incident involving treading in dog shit, he's retching. Really? Yeah, like, actually retching. My old man was squeamish, like. I, my old man, if he saw... You know, like, if a bird shits on your windscreen and then the windscreen wipers go across it, that would make my old man throw up. Really? Yeah. Big, big man, weak stomach. <laughs> I remember my old man saying about he, he nearly hit a bloke in a pub because the bloke was talking to him and he had a bogey dancing in and out his nose as he talked. <laughs> what I love about that, it's a very quick fix there, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, it's him. Excuse me. You got, no, 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 no. I'm just fucking smashing with his face. <laughs> oh, fine. what makes you wretch? Nothing. I you think know, I... injustice, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of sick. Yeah. In the clubs, I've seen a lot of blood in the clubs. Has anything made you throw up? You know, like the episode of Family Guy where they all start spewing <laughs> up, and it makes everyone else spew up. Um, I did come down stairs a little while ago and my dog had shit all over the rug <laughs> and like and everyone was like no one in my house was going to clear that up other than me yeah and and i did wretch when i was clearing it up but like apart from that i'm pretty all right 
I'll right. tell you one time, my, so my old man was living between Tilbury and Thailand, and he'd gone out of Thailand and just basically abandoned his fucking flat in Tilbury. Yeah. And me and my sister had to go around and clear it up. Uh, we got round there, and he'd been fishing before he went out and caught all his fish in the Thames and got it all bagged up in his freezer but where his electricity had run out, oh, the freezer me. had defrosted and it had just fucking leaked Thames fish juice out all over his kitchen. And it fucking, it was just so fucking grim. We like, we sprayed these tea towels with deodorant, like just wrapped around our faces. It was fucking, it was the grimmest thing I've ever smelled. I bet there's still remnants of that now. Yeah. Fucking Oh, hell. it was wretched. Thames fish juice. Thames fish juice. <laughs> Right, well, look, before we move on, uh, I've got a new game. Oh. Uh, it's called Mike Reed's Knob Quiz. And, uh, you've, been, you've been trying to get around to that for like the last fucking 45 <laughs> minutes, haven't you? Well, I've got, I've got no ponce or nonce this month. And, uh, and so basically, it's a very. What's run out, the ponces or the nonces? Oh, it's a bit of both. It's the ponces, isn't it? Do you know what? Like, you've got your, your good sort of, your classic 10 to 15 nonces. But like when you're trying to find three ponces, yeah, it's a lot. It's quite problematic. So many nonces in this city, but you can't buy a ponce. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So Mike reads knob quiz. Um, It's very very straightforward. I'm going to give you uh, four classic '80s pop stars, and I want you to put them in order from biggest knob to smallest knob. Right. Right. So this is who you've got. Right. Who we got? Phil Collins. George Benson. Massive. You've got Fish from Marillion. Ginormous. And Howard Jones. So I'm going to ask you, please, to start with the biggest. I remind you, you've got Phil Collins, George Benson, Fish from Marillion, a.k.a. Derek Dick. Yeah. uh, And Howard Jones. I mean, no disrespect to Howard Jones, but the biggest cock... Is always going to be someone with a cock-based name. Correct. Um, and I believe your Benson can be a, a reference to your private parts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and also obviously your, your Derek Dick. Yeah. And he was a big old unit. We met him. Didn't, man. We met him, didn't we? He's up a big in man fish. Uh, Tanner Country Club. Tanner Country Club. It was in the. It was, was in the. It was in. Trying to get attention, weren't we? What? We was up there lying. We told him he was in its rep, didn't we? Did we? Yeah, to get on telly. They interviewed us and said, "What are you in?" We said, "We're in its rep." <laughs> I don't remember that. The BBC interviewed us and said, "Why are you up here, Dave?" We said, "We've played it before." I went, "Oh, what, what band are you in?" And we said, "Its rep for some reason." I don't remember that. I just remember yeah. we went up to the town. Ta- the, the 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 protest. The protest when yeah. I was shutting the town and country club. And we done. We should be called Courtney Pine a cunt, didn't we? Well. No, we just chanted it. We were all going, save the TNC, save the TNC. They'd give us, like, placards and stuff, didn't they? And we did want to save the TNC because we used to go and see bands there, didn't we? And so we were in the background. Not really why we went. I think we just wanted to muck about. No, we thought the TV cameras might be there. Yeah. We were going, save the TNC, save the TNC, and Courtney Pine was there just about to be interviewed. <laughs> save the TNC. Courtney, Courtney is a cunt. cunt. <laughs> <laughs> he took it in good humour, though, didn't he? Yeah. Um, he had a moustache, didn't he? About, uh, yeah, but we're not here to talk about Courtney's vine. We're Can't. here to talk about yeah. uh, Phil Collins, George Benson, Fish from Marillion. I'd imagine Howard Courtney Jones. Pine has quite a reasonable-sized penis on him. 
Yeah, yeah. Quite thin, but long. Uh, yeah. But he's just got like um, a very thin line of pubes, like just over the top, like a little sad face of pubes. Definitely. Yeah. A jazz bass cock. Yeah. Right, back to uh, Mike Reed's knob quiz, please. Yeah, uh, so number one. Uh, biggest. F- yeah, biggest. Fish, a.k.a. Derek Dick. And I'd imagine it stinks of fish from all the fannies he stuck it in, in the 80s. Brittany could have a row. Fish. Mm. Nah. No? Glass jaw. Really? Yeah. Glass jaw, fishy cock. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take that combination. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So the biggest car you've gone with fish. Fish. Second, I... Millimeters shorter than Derek Dick. Yeah, like it was a close call. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and Jules Benson would argue that uh, Derek Dick's cock's only bigger because he's trimmed his pubes back. True. So he's measuring from a lower base. But mm-hmm. George Benson. Yeah. Okay. So that leaves you Howard Jones and uh, and former Genesis frontman Phil Collins. I would imagine Howard Jones, who always, I always thought looked like he was blind. But actually has full sight. What's um, that? Um, is there any reason that you brought up? Is it, what's the no, he just looks like he's blind. Oh, okay. Right. He just always thought he looks like he's Couldn't blind. Couldn't see his own cock. No. Well, nowadays, I'd imagine he'd probably put on a little bit of timber and he probably can't see his own cock. Right. Um, <laughs> highlighted pubes as well. Like Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Short around the top of his cock, but quite long at the bottom. Yeah, based. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he wears a little like um, cock and bollock warmer, like a, Does knit, he? a knitted one, like that that jumper he wore on the on the cover of New Song. Only in the winter. Um, Howard Jones third. Right. He's not got a big cock by any means. Nah. In fact, some would say it's tiny. Yeah. But it's not as small as Phil Collins is. Yeah. Phil Collins got basically a micro penis. It looks like his little bald head just sticking out. A fairly thick bush of pubes. Receding. receding. Yeah, receding. I mean, everyone thought he had a bloke's bush of pubes, but it turned out he was just a cunt. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What you got for news? So, yeah, just to reiterate, Dick, Benson, Jones, Collins. Thank you. Thank you. That was uh, Mike Reasonob quiz. Uh, Might be back next month. Uh, Right. uh, For news, uh, Clive Sinclair becomes... Sir Clive Sinclair. He does. He gets knighted. <sighs> Would you accept a knighthood? That's what my my next line I've got. <laughs> uh, I mean, you right, would so obviously because you, you are you are Barlow 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 yeah Barlow 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 white boy. <laughs> right, so they pull you aside, right, and they go, "Look, we, we services to anarchy, right." Uh, we're going, Ooh, to, services to anarchy. we're going to acknowledge uh, your effing and jeffing and your fucking, all your blue fucking songs. And uh, we understand that it might not be we've br- on brand for you to accept this. Yeah. But we'd like to make you uh, succumb. Uh, oh, arise, then, succumb. Arise, succumb. Um, we keep it low profile. We won't, we won't go to the media with it. Yeah. Would you do it? The trouble is, though, if you... Got kneel before the king. He's just tricking me into it so he can off with his head, isn't he? Yeah. I, I, I'd be tempted... Would you kneel before someone? No. <laughs> no, not unless I was sucking him off. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd kneel before George Benson and suck him off. Yeah, but he's got some tunes. Yeah. 
The trouble is, if you get knighted, you become part of that club, don't you? Yeah. They all have to stand around and just fucking watch while all the fat blokes do poppers and fucking, yeah. like, suck off and murder rent boys. I ain't got any notes about this bit. Nah, but you do, don't you? You have to, like, like Sir Jimmy Savile and Sir Keir Starmer. You just have to turn a blind eye at certain things, don't mm. you? You have to, if you're a sir. So you're saying no? Nah. Would you? No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Like, yeah, you, know, you would. No, I wouldn't. Like, uh, I, I couldn't fucking kneel before someone. No, it's, it's just the. It's fucking. In, it's in, fucking you free. You, you went on the one show. You'd kneel before someone. That's <laughs> <laughs> bollocks. He's bollocks, isn't it? I like. If you've done something good, do you get a pat on the back. You don't have to fucking kneel in front of some fucking donor. But, but do you know what? That's the problem I've got with it, with the whole fucking honour system. Is it is it's making you complicit in all the fucking vicars touching up kids because when the king's coronated, it's all done under God, and it's all part of the same thing, and it's making you complicit in all that. When really, it should just be people should be recognised for doing good stuff for fucking their community and for charity and for society. But it shouldn't be part of this honour system that is to do with fucking lords and ladies and uh, and all this fucking bollocks. It should just be like, you've done something good. Here, I'll have something. Like, I don't know, like an holiday or something. Stretch Armstrong. Yes. <laughs> Stretch Armstrong. He's, he's just all tied up in it with keeping the system going. And that's the problem with me, it. Right, we're going to give you an award, right, for uh, for services to indie music in, in Rayleigh, right? Yeah. For the club, right? And they're like, yeah, and, and charity based trips to Ukraine. Yeah, refugees, uh, and, as we'd like to acknowledge. And, and, and bravery for rescuing a police officer. I didn't want to bring that up. I don't really like to talk about that anymore. Um, but if they did want to bring up the fact that, yeah. All the bravery. All and, the bravery. And the services to, to making uh, money off indie kids. Like, all of that. Yeah. Like, and, uh, did you mention Ukraine? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah that. three times. Uh, I'd just be like, yeah, can you buy me Tin Can Alley? Yeah, like, get me Tin Can Alley or Mr. Frosty. Big scale electric. Like big scale electric. Like, give me anything that's on the fucking prize board in Bullseye. Oh, they're not a Millennium Fox. You got that already. No, I got that already. Yeah. Um, or I'll be like, I'll only accept this if you go around cunt's ass and Nicky's action full space and give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> go around cunt's mums. Go up the loft. You have to get the loft ladder down with like this little fucking weird hook thing. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have it if I could get your fucking action full space. Right. Uh, general election. Yeah. Thatcher, landslide win, milk snatcher. Yep. Um, you got anything? Well, I, I, I did see in, in the footnotes to that. So she beat Michael Foote, didn't she, who, yeah. who subsequently resigned and Kinnock become the leader of the yeah. Labour Party. But... Among the new members of Parliament... Tony Blair. Tony Blair, Gordon Brown, and Jeremy Corby. Yeah. Did Gordon Brown... And I liked Gordon Brown, actually. Still, uh, I still can't hear his name without... But did he ever use that as a, as a fucking... Should have. He should have, shouldn't he? Yeah. He weren't cool enough, though, was he? He had things could only get better, old Tony Blair, didn't he? Yeah. Gordon Brown so should have had the Stranglers. do do be do be do 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 yeah, you should have come Gordon? on. Man. Oh, the horse. 
Thanks. Well, look, I've got a little game of Hard Man or Hard Drive. Uh, it's a really simple game. Uh, the police turn up at the door, uh, and I want to know, are they trying to arrest the person that I mentioned uh, for acts of being a hard man that might have got himself into some trouble, or they want to have a look at his hard drive? Former world boxing champion and rogue Terry Marsh. Terry Marsh. I mean, none of us knew what was going through his head, did we? Tilby-based fireman. It's a tough life being a fireman. Like, same as Pete Townsend had a tough life playing guitar in the Who, and it drives you sometimes to look up things on your computer that you wouldn't necessarily always stand by. Was he researching that? or He was, yeah, just doing research. Oh, okay. Terry Marsh, Terry Marsh wasn't researching, no. The police come round, and they said he was a hard man. Yeah, okay. Nigel Bavaro, a.k.a. Terry Duckworth. I forgot about him. Mm. Is he dead? No, he's a ladies' man still. <laughs> he was in the papers a lot, wasn't he? Him and Chris Quintin. God. Do you know what? I reckon... Who had it off the most? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go... Brian Tewsley or Terry Duckworth? I'm, I'm going to go as far as saying he might have had it off almost as much as Rod Stewart, probably more than Darren Day. Terry Duckworth? Yeah. He couldn't stop having it off, could he, in the 80s? No, no. Any, um, he was never more, in the 80s, he was never more than five yards from a tidy mouth. Was it? Was he choosy, or would he just like, pull anything? He, he could have any muff he wanted. Yeah, he was either just about to enter a muff, in a muff, or he just pulled out a muff and was washing his cock ready for the next muff. That got problematic. I think that's why he got fired from the street. Yeah. Because every time they went action, he presumed yeah. he was just about to fucking have some action. Definitely. But he weren't. He was just like doing a scene in the calf and it just got problematic. And and also that, you know, he'd be doing a scene in the calf and like all the fanny batter on his fingers would just be putting everyone else off. Ordering. Off. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Like just, they, they look like fried bread. Just... <laughs> Little croutons of fanny batter just all over his fingers, under his finger. He just couldn't, he couldn't shift it because he was just at it the whole time. Nigel in Pivard. the 80s, there was a lot of people like that. I just couldn't help it. Well, like, the opportunities were there for him. Yeah, yeah. And and he just jumped straight in with both bollocks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what was it? What was the question again? Hard man or hard drive? Oh, he's not a nonce, is he? Hard man. All right. Uh, speaking of people that are probably a little bit... Fanny tasty. rat. Fanny rat. Yes, mate. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the 80s great fanny rats, Nigel Pivar. I've forgotten about him. <laughs> yeah, the top three fanny rats of the 80s. Who were the top... Darren Day in the 90s, 100%. Yeah, yeah. He was love rat, wasn't he? Utter fanny rat. Um, 80s was Brian Tilsley... Probably Stuart Pivaro Quentin. Yeah. <laughs> the holy trinity of fanny rats. <laughs> All right, speaking of old men that could probably mix it in a cup, uh, in a pub car park that probably fucking give you a fucking fistful of sovereigns. Uh, Bobby George. Bobby George. He'd never, ever think about looking at pornographic material 
featuring anyone under 16. I think Bobby George has just got a calendar of tits on his wall. Yeah. That's all he's got. Where he, where he practices in his shed, he's just got a couple of fucking calendars of page three busty buttes. 100%. And he's only interested in fully formed tits. He's no interest in a breast bud. Um, is it, what about what about fake tits? I don't even think he entertains them. Actual tits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He don't, yeah, he's not wasting his time with that. Yeah. It, it, anybody who wants to proofread Bobby's CV, it will say actual tits. Tits. Actual tits. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, hard man or hard drive? Hard man. Okay. Right. Lastly, uh, Cheeky Chappy, um, everybody's favourite, David Jason. <laughs> Dill Boy was a little bit handy, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, looked after his brother. Took yeah. a couple of shops from the Driscoll Brothers, you know, to pay for Rodney's wedding. Went to the gliding club. Absolutely. Let his house out when he was away. Sport? Yeah. Uh, it was Wimbledon. Uh, been... Why'd you have to finger him, Dale? What's the thing the other day about uh, Martina Navratilova? Oh, did you? Yeah. And uh, and uh, Chris Everett. So, yeah, I watched a little bit of Wimbledon-based television. You ain't interested in tennis. No, I'm not. But it made me think, like, my knowledge of it was all right at that point. Yeah? Yeah, and they were talking about... Um, this was before Steffi Graf and, and, and Boris Becker sort of stormed it yeah. in the late 80s. Uh you know, into the early, you know, into the nineties, and uh, and obviously it was at the sort of tail end of your, your sort of your Connors, McInroes, and Borg. You cannot be serious, <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, he liked to shout, didn't he? Yeah, he loved to shout. He loved to shout. Um, have you ever tried to play tennis? No, nah, not really. I tried it at school. I was just fucking rubbish. Did you me. ever? Like, I had like. Like little things where like I got into fishing, yeah, and then like I got into tennis, and like and I think every year about your yearly fad, yeah, got well, into no. playing bass guitar, like got into drums, and like but I think tennis, like when we lived on Farrat Park on the estate, it'd be like we'd always go and like around the time of tennis on telly, we'd all go into Grays Park and yeah. play tennis. You had some little white short shorts as well. No, I never. Yes, you did. No, I absolutely didn't. What did you wear then? Uh, you had white short shorts. You did because it was the eighties. I would never. As if I would have had white short shorts, I would have either. I would have had grey jogging bottoms on. I guarantee it, uh, and probably a fucking Flintstones fucking t-shirt or something. No, I, or I a think you had the full. T-shirt. I think you had a full tennis outfit, like <laughs> Elise top, white short shorts. I fucking wish I did. I'd Head, love to have had that headband. Oh, well, let me tell you about sweatbands. Have I told you about my first ever sweatbands? I know, go on. So I remember I was Rami Did your nan get it for her? No, she made them for me. I got sweatbands for Christmas one year. Yeah. Like, and I remember thinking, I, I knew the ones I wanted because a couple of the cool kids at my school had them. And I got these ones that weren't what I wanted. But I was still happy because I had like sweatbands. Yeah. But I wanted a headband as well. And I didn't get a headband. 
they, they, they were like Arsenal ones, like me, 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 wrist, me, me wristbands. But I wanted like these like striped ones that fucking all the cool kids had. Uh, but before that, I went around me names and I was talking about sweatbands. And she went, I'll make you some. Yeah. And she just made me some out of this fucking really itchy material. Like, Chiffon. They were like purple and like, and they just like fucking put them around my wrist. And she made me one for me head as well that was too tight for me fat head as well. You want to look like Jimmy Connors, not Wayne Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible. Right. Let's wrap this podcast up with Pawn Hub or Pawn Snub. It's a simple game. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, four celebrities, and I want you to tell me uh, when presented, when they're feeling a little bit sexy, do they just go for a traditional wank, which is Pawn Snub, or did they get out their fucking Vic 20 and fucking go online and look at some Pawn? So it's Pawn Hub or Pawn Snub. Take a long while, wouldn't it, to download Pawn on a Vic 20? Let's say, for argument's sake, they've uh, they've got some very fast internet connection. Yeah, Rusty Lee. Oh, Rusty Lee. I would imagine Rusty Lee's a woman of great dignity. I just can't. I I can't see Rusty Lee going on a laptop and downloading any pornographic material. Fair enough. But now you say that, you force me to think about Rusty Lee in a pornographic context. But no, no, I, I think I think Rusty Lee would just dip around in a tub of rum butter and strum herself silly. Porn snub. And diamond. I don't bit mumsy, I... wasn't she? She's she... a little bit, little bit fucking twee, wasn't she? A little bit fucking, bit too perfect on that sofa. She's never had a wankan diamond, has she? Oh, seriously. She lost a child as well. Wincy not... Willis. Why we jump into Wincy Willis? <laughs> I mean, Anne Diamond, she's not, she's not in a very sexy place, is she? She's just... Her husband, right. on the other hand, wants to spice things up. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to tentatively show her videos, isn't he? To, to introduce that into their love... Into their love-making uh, regime. Uh as they're settling down, Anne's in her negligee, Jim's in his boxers, and they, they settle into bed and he he, op- he, op- Jim and Anne. <laughs> he opens up he opens up the laptop, he just types in redtube.com, goes to his favourites, and there's that one of, of that dwarf lady headbutting that bloke's hard on. But Anne's not interested, is she? Because it just it's not her scene. Jim's so, in the spare room that night. Hundred percent snub. <laughs> Sexy uh, weather girl, Wincy Willis. Now, Wincy Willis was very broad-minded in the bedroom. Was she? Yeah, yeah, she was very broad-minded. And she was one of the <laughs> one of the earliest uh, exponents of girl on girl porn. Seriously? Yeah. Loved it. So Wincy Willis would like nothing more than just to relax of an evening uh, watching uh, a couple of 80s tarts scissoring. Uh, Hub. Okay. Lastly, uh, Mad Lizzie. Mad Lizzie had a massive beaver. (laughs) (laughs) Very big bush of pubes. 
It was like her fanny looked like a, a member of Twisted Sister. Out of control. Yeah. Mad, some Mad. would say. Mad. Insane. Yeah. She had insanely big fuck flaps as well. Very, very swollen labia. Uh, and she liked, oh, she liked all the grot mad, Lizzie. Really? Yeah. Magazines or, or videos? Um, started off started off just with, with pornographic magazines. Sure. Progressed to videos. Would she sneak them into TVAM? Like, maybe like Nick. Nick Owen, here's one for you. Do you want to take that home? All the time. She got yeah. Mr. Motivator into it. Really? Yeah. Oh, mate. He, he, ended, he went down a rabbit hole with some horrible snuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it was it was, it was was quoted a few times that Gordon Honeycomb could be seen leaving the TV studios with a couple of fucking rolled-up magazines in his back pocket. Yeah. I don't know whatever happened to, to Mike Morris. It wouldn't surprise me. He had a no, moustache. No, the three of them, Morris, Honeycomb and Boff. Yeah, uh, you look at them now, they're dead behind the eyes. Yeah, I know from the stuff they've seen. In sexual circles, they were known as the Free Amigos, weren't they? 100%. Yeah, they, they, Lizzie got them into some horrible, horrible things. No, they never been made accountable for that either. No, no, she's, she's walking free. Yeah. Yeah. Hub. We'll see you in uh, July. Yeah, see you in a week. <laughs> Remembering when we were young in the 80s. You're right, it's cunt here again. I just wanted to say a big wanks very much to all of you who downloaded and streamed our single Scrap the Monarchy. The plan was to read out everyone's names who downloaded all 32 versions, but to be honest, it would probably end up with Operation U-Tree coming around to check your hard drive, so I thought better of it. But those of you that sent in your screenshots will all be receiving something in the post in the next week or so, so keep your eye out. You'll be disappointed to hear it's not a jiffy bag full of spunk. I couldn't do it. There were hundreds of them. Thanks very much and see you soon.